following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey folks, Damon D here. Welcome to another episode of Under Review, the greatest sports betting podcast that Yelp has never reviewed before. I, of course, am Damon D. You can find me on Twitter at Damon D, or you can find me at underreviewpodcast.com, where all of this stuff is laid out before you like a delicious buffet. Right now, though, we're going to go over some uh, some interesting stuff here. Season's getting going. We got to talk futures. We got to talk betting futures because we got to get those bets in now or else they're not futures anymore. Division winning teams. We're going through every single division and we're going through every single team. I'm going to give you a quick nugget, tell you what the odds are, who's got a chance in doing something, who doesn't have a hope in hell. Hopefully that's going to help you make a bit better informed decision when you're placing your money down on futures. Now, speaking of money, our good friends at betonline.ag, they're the ones who uh, keep the lights on and uh, allow us to continue to do what we do. They got a little uh, they got a little nugget for you. Head to betonline.ag, you sign up an account, use the promo code REVIEW, and they'll give you a little extra signing bonus just, just for getting on board. And then you can use that, take some of this sweet advice, and make some money for, uh, for, this, uh, for the entire season. So stay tuned. We got every single division coming up and ready for you. You just hang tight. Thanks for listening in. I'm Damon D, and this is Under Review. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here we go. We are in the midst of our division-winning odds breakdowns. We're going to be doing every single division, so make sure you check underreviewpodcast.com. I've been talking so much, you guys. We're really ex- I'm really excited. It's huge uh, time of year right now. We're getting everything ready for the season, so I'm, I'm just if, if, forgive me if I'm just kind of blathering on a little bit because I'm pretty stoked about everything that's going on. All right, we're doing division odds. We're going through every single d- division, and we're, uh, I'm going to lay down the odds for you guys so you can, you can maybe bet or not bet even. You can hear me flipping my paper here. I t- you take so many damn notes in this. If I'm going to give any advice, is just pen and paper. I'm a tactile kind of guy. I know there's Google Docs and all that stuff. I just got to write it down and dig into analysis. That's my favorite thing to do. Uh, you should do that. If you're, if you're looking to handicap uh, properly, uh, get a pen and paper. No pencils, just pen and paper. All right, we've uh, we've already done a bunch of a bunch of divisions on underreviewpodcast.com or Spotify or iTunes. You can zap through those division um, segments there. They're quick snippets. They're, they they just give you the the skinny, the odds, and the inside flavor, and uh, and some advice on which direction you probably want to go when betting on this stuff. A couple of times we're going to bring in some some experts. I got a Philly guy I need to talk to. Uh, I got a Tampa Bay guy that we're going to talk to, um, and I'm going to cover all the other divisions myself. So, uh, so, so you need not worry. Um, we're going to start off. We, we've already started off during during the divisions. Where, excuse me, onto the AFC North: the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, um, I'm going to run through the odds for you, and we're going to talk a bit about what's going to happen and who's going to do what. You know, not unlike a little bit earlier, we did the AFC East odds, you guys, and it was like it was pretty tough, right? Because you're like, well. Well, why do I need division winning odds for the AFC East? Because we know who's going to win the division. 
And it's not even just like just being on the Patriots jock the whole time and thinking that they're just unbeatable and yada. They are all of that crap, but it's not the reason that I say that. Um, simply because they got two teams in that division that are are like forecasted to be the bottom two worst teams in the entire league. Uh, you know, especially since you know the 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 Bills did what they did. You know, and they got no quarterback. They basically have me starting at QB. And uh, and they're trying to hang in a division like that. You know what I mean? It's like a mail-in season for these guys um, to redevelop. So both the Jets and the Bills are out there. So the reason why I'm talking about them so much is because we have all, a, a similar scenario in uh, in the AFC North, right? We have a we have a uh, one that is you know been as of late you know dominated by Pittsburgh. The, the Ravens have hit their you know that that five year bubble. You want a Super Bowl five years, you get five years of forgiveness. You get five years to just hang out and and everybody can, you know, slap you on the back and say, great job. You get five years of a coaching job in you. You probably even get five years as a quarterback unless you tank it as hard as Joe Flacco has. Well, look at great example. Joe Flacco's still starting quarterback and he's not really that good anymore or not as good as we all remember him to be because he used to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I'm, I'm probably he probably won't get drafted in most fantasy football leagues this season. He went to there. So. Let's run through the odds real quick. We'll start at the bottom. Um, there's two teams who are sharing the worst odds to win the division of the AFC North, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns, um, both at plus 1,000. Um, Bengals, yeah, I see it there. They're coming off a 7-9 season. Um, you know, you, you start the season with Vontaze Burfecht out for being suspended for whatever the crappy crap that they do is. Frankly, you know that the Bengals are going to sit around uh, 1,000 plus 1,000. No surprise there. Don't think they're as good as either the Ravens or Pittsburgh. That's fine. What's really odd about the bottom two teams in this division is that the Cleveland freaking Browns are predicted to be about as good as the Cincinnati Bengals in this division. I don't know what's happening. Everybody's all about the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't know what's happening. Did Is anyone not watching Hard Knocks? Maybe it's because they watch Hard Knocks and the editing is so good. And it's like, and it's like you, it makes you believe. It makes you feel like there might be a thing in within that team that you're not looking that maybe you know what this is going to be different but like holy crap i don't know why or how or where it's coming from i i know there are some rich people in cleveland um but but i don't know if there's that many that keep this line from being where it probably should be which is not at plus 1000 it's a pretty sad sad thing it's kind of astonishing frankly they're like the sexy pick. I mean, there are some sexy picks on the other end of the spectrum here, but not for things like winning a division for crying out loud. You know, they're not doing that, but they're plus 1,000 right now. You know, you always predict it. You look at this and you go, you, you look at a division like the AFC North and you go, okay, Big Ben could get injured. You know, that could be, that could be a big factor if he goes down. You know, they've, Pittsburgh's, you know, traditionally struggled in certain areas. You look at the Ravens and you look at the Flacco situation right? They got no Jimmy Smith, right? Yeah, he's not at corner for, for a bit there. I mean, uh, there's the, what's up with Le'Veon Bell right now in Pittsburgh? Like, maybe he's got, they're trying to franchise him. You know what I mean? You look at these things and go, okay, well, what if one of those guys slips? One of those teams just has a bit of a hiccup. Who can sneak in there and maybe make a run at the division? And you look at the Bengals, you go, well, probably not, but okay, I'll give them a better chance than the Browns. And everybody's walking around thinking that the Browns, like, I can't think of conceivable scenarios that's really what you do. You, you, you look at like actual 
conceivable probabilities of something happening. And it's so, it's next to impossible to do it yet. Yet, you guys, it's not me betting the money. I promise you that. But some people are. And it's keeping them at pace. And they're pacing a lot of these very, very good teams, or at least decent teams. And they're coming off an 0-16 season. They got one win in two years. Yet they're chugging along there on, uh, with, with the bets. So, um, frankly, um, I'm not at a loss. I understand how... Um, Actual, you know, money moves lines instead of actual talent. It does. But like is, you know, Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield, you know, are they, they, they the answer? They're going to turn these guys around when everybody else is just you're like, who and what now? You know, it's pretty odd. It's a pretty odd thing. Um, but let's get into it because the only real threat right now to Pittsburgh um, are the Ravens who are at plus 330 right now. They're at plus 330 to to win the division, which is actually a decent odd. Now that's a competitive number right there. That is telling me a few things. One of which is that, um, at minus minus one seventy five, Pittsburgh, who are the favorite are not a shoe in it or a lock. So you, there's not, you don't have a team here that is like a minus 600, which feels like it's a waste of time. It's not that at all. Minus one seventy five is very good, but it's by no means, uh, untouchable. And the Ravens have a lot of question marks coming in, right? They they have a lot of, I don't know, interesting, I don't know, interesting ways about them in how they might upset Pittsburgh or at least make a run. You know what I mean? Like the Browns, Tyrod Taylor, and in and, and if Baker Mayfield jumps in and becomes a starter, and and the, <laughs> I'm laughing and Joku, it just popped in my head the tight end for the Cleveland Browns. Um, if you watch Hard Knocks, you would think that he's the greatest t- tight end who ever lived. The way they like set him up, he like he might not make the roster on a lot of other teams, but in Hard Knocks, he's freaking unbelievable. I'm so stoked. I'm like doing fantasy fantasy drafts, and he's coming up. I'm like, I'm probably gonna, do, you know, Tyrod likes to dump off a lot. Like he's scrambling, tight end in the flat. Uh, nothing. No, no, it won't happen. But it's, it makes me laugh because you get I get stuck in it a little bit too. The hype, you know, here and there gets. Gets me going. I absolutely love it. Anyways, um, back back to the the matter at hand uh, of the Baltimore Ravens here. Um, so they're their five year. The honeymoon's over, right? You you want it? You got to start making some moves, or people are going to start getting moved real quick. You've had Flacco, who is you know obviously been dinged up and stuff. Um, no excuses, but the fact is he's not been um, what can be considered fantastic for the last few seasons. He's got somebody sniffing at him. You know what I mean? There's there's a there's a rookie there and and another guy who's who's been decent in the past. Um, you know, Crabtree comes in. If you can't connect early, you can't get going through the season with these guys. You might see a move, and I don't know if it's going to be as drastic as that. Frankly, if we're seeing Joe Flacco from four five years ago, uh, I feel pretty good about them making a run at this division. Coming off a nine and seven season last year, okay. Um, so unless you see like the move being made, you're going to know in the first three, uh, Pittsburgh's still the lock right here for the AFC North. They truly are. And that's even with the Le'Veon Bell situation, because what I'm thinking it, what is, is, is agent comes out and says, this might be his last year. I mean, I'm sure he's just posturing, but if he thinks I don't want to get franchised and I want to, you know, hit the road, hit the road, he's going to need, it's a contract year. Think about that. Think about it that good. Now in a contract year of what's going on here, he might be freaking lights out 
might be unstoppable. And uh, a healthy Big Ben is a healthy Big Ben. We see what he is. So at minus 175, smart bets Pittsburgh. You still make a bit of money. It's not minus 600 off of it. But shoot, man, keep an eye on what the Ravens are going to do. At plus 330, even if they come out of the gates a little bit slow, if you see some moves being made, there may be an opportunity for Baltimore to take this division. Uh, but right now it's Pittsburgh's to lose, frankly, and you need to you, you, you got to ride that pony there. And, but if you're feeling it, you're a Pittsburgh fan, um, or even you're, if you're an AFC North fan and you want to get a little bit of uh, you know cheddar going, uh, minus 175 is a decent number for Pittsburgh. It's going to be competitive. Just know that. There's no, no, no such thing as a lock here. Um, I just wouldn't bet on Pittsburgh in the playoffs. That's all. If they might run into Jacksonville or the Patriots again. There you go. There's a quick AFC North breakdown of division winning odds for you. Last minute, Pittsburgh favorite, one, minus 175. Ravens plus 330. Bengals and Browns at plus 1,000. I'm Damon D. I'm doing every single division before the season starts. Find it at underreviewpodcast.com or underreviewpodcast on Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram and the, the Spotify and the iTunes. I'm going to be here all season breaking this stuff down. Head to our good friends at betonline.ag. Get your big fat 50% up to $1,000 signing bonus for using the promo code REVIEW. Just tell them Damon sent you. Have a good one. Adios, muchachos.